Lolua Fresh FM Abel Kuta 107.9 Fresh FM 107.9 Abel Kuta Broadcasting worldwide The latest hits And the greatest memories Fresh, Fresh. 107.9 FM
Fresh One is 7.9 FM. Good morning to you, wherever you're listening to us from. Uh, today, Tuesday, the 7th, the 6th, actually, the 6th of July, 2021. Hope it is morning that started the brightest way possible. Thank you for joining us as we kickstart a brand new morning. Uh, it's another day that comes with promises, comes with um, low possibilities. So seize those opportunities as they come your way today. Be nice to people around you. Be nice to your colleagues. Be nice to your fellow businessmen and women around you. And hopefully, you'll find what you're looking for this Tuesday. It's time to take a look at the headlines this morning. Freshly pressed this Tuesday morning. Thank you for joining us this Tuesday's Freshly President, Fresh 107.9 FM. This is where we'll take a look at the headlines uh, on the newspapers. Uh, we do this Mondays through Fridays. Thank you for joining uh, for another day. Uh, this week, Wale Bakar is my name. Uh, is The Punch, The Guardian, The Pen Pushing Newspapers, uh, The Premium Times, The Nigeria Gateway. Uh, the Nigerian News Direct, those are some of the options available to us uh, this uh, morning. Uh, we'll, of course, mention some of them for you to look out for. Take a peep into some as well uh, this uh, morning. We're live on Facebook as uh, for you to join the program. Uh, feel free to share the videos. Feel free to drop your contributions as we go ahead uh, this uh, morning. So I can delay on the program as well this morning. Good morning, sir. Good to have you join us. Yeah, good morning, Wiley. Great to be here again. The Punch this uh, morning says, Oaneze insists on slot as 17 governors demand 2023 South Presidency. Uh, that's on the Punch this morning. PFN can tackle federal government as bandits abduct 140 students in fresh Kaduna raid. There's also Lagos Marine, Maritime Union members in three-day gun battle over money. That's on the punch this morning. Electoral Act amendment proposes oath-taking for INEC officials, security agents also there on the punch. FIRS secretly recruited 2,000 workers, agency under financial pressure. Was according to the NTSU, is there on the punch? Shoyinka slams federal government over handling of Igbo Kanu. Opposition mounts as National Assembly transmits PIB to Buhari next week. Is there on the punch as well? Are your people eager for APC's return to power? Says Alawa Kala. That's another there, another on the punch. My party members are Nigerians battling hunger, unemployment, poverty. That's on the punch as well this morning. The Tribune says, PIB, give host communities 10% or we eject IOCs. Clark wants Lawan. Bajabia Miller, that's on the Tribune uh, this uh, morning. DSS invasion, FG should apologize to Sunday Bo, says Wale Shoinka. is also there on the Nigeria Tribune. Uh, Southern governors want next president. To come from south, 
give deadline for anti-open grazing law promulgation. Is there on the Tribune as well. Minister slumps at event. Rushed to hospital in Bochi is another uh, there on the Tribune. That's talking about the Minister of State for Industry, Trade and Investment, Miriam Katagum. Uh, that happened on Monday. Is there on the Nigeria Tribune to look out for. There's also Sunday Bo Unamdekanu not for discussion as Southern Governors Meeting Olds uh, is on the is on the Tribune uh, this morning as well. Uh, the aftermath of the meeting held by the 17 Southern Governors in Lagos yesterday is on all of the dailies this morning. Southern Governors want power shift, reject 30% share of Frontier Basins. That's on the Guardian uh, this uh, morning. Uh, there are a number of others there on the Guardian to look out for. Can Uriwa call for Elro resignation over kidnap of 26 students? Uh, that's there. Uh, Pandef seeks reversal of PIB, insists on 10% for host communities. Uh, there's also FG spent 60 billion naira yearly to fix ruptured pipelines. Records over 1,161 incidents. Uh, that's there on the... Guardian as well uh, this uh, morning to look out for the pen pushing newspapers also with some headlines uh, this uh, Tuesday morning to look out for the pen pushing newspapers uh, it says fire got synagogue church as night candle of honor for them talk about Joshua Olds uh, that's on the Pepushin newspapers uh, says uh, Crimes Commission arrests popular Lagos nightclub owners for alleged internet fraud. Take order from us henceforth before carrying out operations. Nigerian governors tell security agencies. Uh, there's also stop tagging Igbo as criminal because he wants to liberate his race. Chirinka tells Buhari, I don't have plan to float any political party. Those behind the fake news are insane. Says Obasanjo is there. Yoruba Nation rally. Policeman raises alarm over spiritual attack after rooting out protesters. Is there as well on the pen pushing newspapers uh, to look out for uh, this uh, morning. PIB just passed bill, irrespective of what's in it for oil producing communities. Akpabio, that's on the Premium Times. National Assembly to pass Electoral Act Amendment bill in two weeks. As according to the Senate President Ahmed Lawan, there's also security agencies must inform governors before arrests in states. Uh, that's according to the Southern Governors. Uh, is there on the Premium Times uh, this uh, morning? Niger Delta communities may block oil production over satanic PIB. Edwin Clark, that's on the Premium Times as well uh, this uh, morning. Uh, there are a lot of them there. Uh, to look out for this um, Tuesday. Quite a number of them to look out for, actually. I will take a peep into some of them, but because uh, we'll start our discussions this morning uh, with the um, some of the developments uh, following the meeting of the 17 Southern Governors uh, yesterday in Lagos. It's everywhere this morning, so take your peep. Take your peek, rather. Uh, you'll find it. Uh, this uh, morning. But from The Guardian, Southern Governors want power shift to reject 30% share for frontier basins. Uh, comes with a number of riders. Other member states to promulgate anti-open grazing law by September 1st. Security agencies must inform governors before any operation in states. Arnese Indigbo demands presidency from Southeast. Afeniferi, Don Commission, others, ill resolutions. 
Uh, you find all of those there on The Guardian. Two months after their May 11 meeting in Delta State tagged their Sabah court, the Southern Governors Forum yesterday met in Lagos State where it declared that Nigeria's next president should be from the southern part of the country. Other far-reaching decisions arrived at as contained in the communique released, which was signed by the convener, the Ondo State Governor and Chairman, Southern Governors Forum, Luarutimi Akaridolu, include a rejection of the proposed allocation of at least 30% of the frontier generated by the proposed Nigeria National Petroleum Corporation Company Limited, rather, for the exploration of oil in frontier basins, as identified by Section 9 of the recently passed Petroleum Industry Bill. Setting a timeline of September 1st, 2021 for promulgation of the anti-open grazing law in all 17 member states and asking that security agencies must notify them as chief security officers of their states before they carry out any operation within their domain. The class of 17 governors is now the famous uh, Lagos Declaration unanimously agreed uh, that the presidency of Nigeria be rotated between southern and northern Nigeria the incumbent president, Hamadou Bari, from the northern region will complete his two terms of eight years by May 29, 2023. Specifically, the southern governors want all the major political parties to field politicians from the south as their presidential candidates as they did in 1999. Kerry who read the communique on behalf of his colleagues, said, I quote, The Southern Governors Forum reaffirmed its commitment to the unity of Nigeria on the pillars of equity, fairness, justice, progress, and peaceful coexistence between and among its people. The firm uh, reiterates its commitment to the politics of equity, fairness, and unanimously agrees that the presidency of Nigeria is rotated between southern and northern Nigeria and resolved that the next president of Nigeria should emerge from the southern region. On the PIB, recently passed by the Senate and House of Reps, the governors commended the National Assembly for the progress made in the passage of the PIB, but rejected the proposed 3% and support the 5% share of the oil revenue for the host community as recommended by the House of Reps. The firm, while rejecting the proposed 30% share of profit for the exploration of oil and gas in the basins, also rejected the ownership structure of the proposed Nigerian National Petroleum Company Limited, saying the company may be vested in the Federal Ministry of Finance but held in trust by Nigerian Sovereign Investment Authority since all tiers of government have stakes in that vehicle. As far as security is concerned, uh, they reviewed the security situation in the country and commend security operatives for their relentless efforts in restoring security and safety while commiserating with families and loved ones of those who have fallen in the line of duty. While emphasizing the need for state police, it however resolved that henceforth security agencies must notify governors as chief security officers of their states before they carry out any operation within their domain. Well, he goes on. Uh, the As far as the um, open grazing thing is concerned, uh, they've said that September 1st, that's the deadline for all states to promulgate the law. There's been reactions to some of the things discussed yesterday. The Apex Igbo Social Cultural Organization, Anese, applauded the resolution, also agreeing that the president should come from the south. Uh, the likes of Afeniferi and the Development Agenda for Western Nigeria, that's done commission. Uh, their DG, Shayer Ile, also said the resolution of the governor speak volume about the unity and and corporate existence of Nigeria. It's there on The Guardian. It's a long read this morning. Southern governors want power shift, reject 30% share of frontier basins, other member states to promulgate anti-grazing law by September 1st. Security agencies must inform governors before any operation in states. Oanese, Afeniferi, Don, others, ill resolutions. It's there on The Guardian. It's everywhere. Uh, this uh, morning to look out for. It was a meeting that um, yesterday I was saying uh, is an opportunity for them to, uh, you know, take a strong stance as far as some of these national issues are concerned. And well, 
from the communique, it appeared they touched on you know all issues that they that, uh, that they feel are affecting uh, the southern part of the country at the moment or the country generally. Uh, three main issues are being talked about uh, since uh, that uh, meeting yesterday or since that communique was read by. Uh, Governor Ruti Makredulu yesterday. Uh, the issue of um, the anti-open grazing, uh, they say September 1st, that is, that's the deadline for all states. Uh, the issue of uh, the Nigerian National Petroleum Company Limited. Uh, there's also the issue of um, security agencies taking permission from state governors. Uh, we know that um, uh, they've not had the powers to control the heads of police, for example, the DSS and the likes. Uh, they're saying you, you have to take permission before you make arrests in my states now. Uh, there is also uh, the other part of uh, zoning the presidency to the south come 2023. Uh, well, um, you know, when politicians gather, uh, you you find all sorts of... Um, <coughs> excuse me. All sorts of um, political statements also coming out because um, it's about their interest. You can see that of all the things they talked about, the the one they spent time on, you know, most happened to be the 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 rotational presidency. Mm. And um, even though I, I see it as something that should bring equity, uh, not not uh, equality, because they these are two different things. One has to do with sharing resources equally. The other one is about having. Uh, the, the same outcome. So um, that's 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 what is paramount. That's why you know the the, the arrests of Nam the Kanu wasn't on on the agenda. Then they only made an indirect allusion to Igbo's case, talking about why they need control of or need knowledge of what's to happen in their state. But I say this concerning that quickly. Um, they won't have that kind of control until they do the right thing. I mean the governors. Now, I'm going to have to doubt the lawmakers because the, the system we have is still skewed you know, towards the center. So, I, I don't know how it's going to be if you have an inspector general of police and you want a governor to who is the who is, is the chief security the officer mm. but somebody is taking direct orders from the commander in chief which is the IG IG now and what do you think will happen if they need to carry out an operation and they need to tell the governor and all that i'm i'm not saying that's not the idea but you need to change because it's a systemic thing you need to turn it around continue to talk about state police that is what will give you the kind of thing you have. The, pre- the present situation, even though in the, I think uh, the police uh, council and all that, that you have some, you have governors who are also supposed to have a say and all that. They will have their say. They cannot have their way. So until, you know, they, 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 we, they begin to sing more about power devolution, it's not going to happen that way. Um, I know that even, even in the U.S., the CIA, they carry out a lot of covert operations mm. without anybody except maybe part the, maybe the, the the commander in chief, the president of the US, and just a few people in the Pentagon, some generals, even some soldiers will be going for some 
operations. They don't know all the details. So I, I think there are ways these security issues, you know, should be done. And I, I really, I really think that the governors, they, they, they know what they want. But the way they want it, they won't get it that way. Now, uh, it's great that you brought up the issue of uh, the, the lawmakers. And I've heard, you know, since yesterday, I've heard a lot of people talk about how um, maybe this meeting, yes, it's good that the governors have come together and made their stance known. But, you know, some people believe there has to be uh, a sit-down of southern leaders because as it stands, uh, there is... Um, Somewhat a southern agenda, where you, whether you like it or not. This is the second summit they have. And, and, you know, because look at the governors, for example. They spoke about the PIB. Yes, they were talking about the PIB. And mm. you were asking the question, what was it? The I think it was the UP, European People's mm. Union. What was it they were looking at uh, during uh, the uh, the public hearings? The governors had their, had their, they must have had their rep at the, uh, the public hearings. Uh, they must have put forward some of these things. For example, they are saying, uh, go back to the 5% that was suggested. So, the, the question is, did they not, uh, could, could, could we not have had a situation where the governors, the lawmakers, you know, were on the same page ahead of those talks on the PIB, for example, and are on the same page on a number of other issues? You see, um, you, you can't trust these people. If there is one thing that is causing problems for us, it's not just the insecurity, it's not the corruption and all that. It's it for me, for me, it's the distrust or mistrust between the the, the people in government and the governed. Um, what was the sincerity? You, you, we we had governors from the south side there yesterday. Maybe they should answer that question. Um, did they make any input? Did anybody come back to them to say, hey, this is what the lawmakers are trying to do? The lawmakers from that region, what were their inputs? Did they protest? Maybe uh, where they were, we couldn't hear their voice. Did they come out after that meeting? I talked about putting a gun on the head yesterday. If that was what happened. Did they protest after that? So, um, I don't think the 3% thing was just put there by a few. I, I still refuse to believe that. Um, there is still something that we are not getting. And it's good. Chief Edwin Clark has kicked. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a leader in that in, from that zone. The, it's good that the governors are saying it, but I, I, I don't trust the sincerity they, they, they are trying to give to us. Maybe some of them were also part of this. Maybe the international companies, you know, were also part of it, using our own people because that's what we've been getting from the Niger Delta. Mm-hmm. So um, that's that's the way I was still. I, I'm still in disbelief that it, it this thing was just done. Some people even said done by some northern lawmakers. Hey, we we need to be careful here. We have our people there. They need to speak up now. That we are telling them that maybe they are not being sincere with us. That is the way a southerner will see it. A northerner will not see it that way. You know, so this, the, the people in the south, especially the leaders in the south, who are supposed to be privy to this kind of thing, they need to come out. And, I, I, and especially those who participated in the process or who ought to have participated. If a lawmaker is there and you're, it's from your region and you know what the PIB has meant for this country, having stayed so long, Mm. And you didn't take interest until such a thing, you know, was passed. And you now want to cry foul. Then maybe 
you were not even supposed to be there to represent people. Maybe you were just there for something else. So I, I think that is the way, you know, I, I, I just want to raise that. We will get more information. It's looking like a developing story to me because now Chief Edric Clark has spoken. The governor spoke yesterday. Let's hear the, the Niger Delta Caucus in the House of Reps and the Senate. Let them speak. What were their input? Did they protest the 3%? Well, um, the um, Edwin Clark uh, uh, reaction is there on the Tribune. It says, PIB give host communities 10% or we eject IOCs. Clark warns Lau and Bajabia Miller rejects 30% NMPC profit for frontier exploration. Uh, the leader of the Pan-Niger Delta Forum, Edwin Clark, has called for the review and amendment of the Petroleum Industry Bill recently passed by the National Assembly so that it can provide 10% for host communities or the international oil companies in Niger Delta. Uh, all the international oil companies in the Niger Delta will be ejected. He also kicked against the 30% of the profits uh, of the NNPC set aside for frontier oil exploration as he described the bill as satanic, unjust and embarrassing. Speaking at a press conference in Abuja on Monday, Clark, who is also the leader of the Southern and Middle Belt Leaders Forum, affirmed that the PIB in its current form has dashed the hope of the people of the Niger Delta. Represented by Pandev's National Publicity Secretary, Ken Robinson, he said the Niger Delta region has had enough of the colonial oppression and will be resisting it. In an open letter addressed to the Senate President, Ahmed Lawan, and Speaker House of Reps, Senator Jabiamila, and read at the press conference, the former Federal Commissioner of Information condemned the provision and allocation of 30% of profits for further frontier oil exploration in the north, stressing that the PIB pass does not reflect the long clamor by the people of the region for equity, fairness, and justice. Well, the rest of it is on the Tribune. Uh, is there to look out for. PIB give us communities 10% or eject IOCs. Clark Wands, Lau and Bajabia Mila. The Premium Times also uh, with that report. Uh, the headline says um, Niger Delta communities may block oil production over satanic PIB. That's according to Edwin Clark. But uh, for the uh, Minister of uh, Niger Delta uh, Affairs, uh, uh, the uh, Senator Gosolo Pabio, uh, is on the premium time. It says PIB just pass bill irrespective of what's in it for oil producing communities. There's a PIB. It says whatever you agree on will accept. At least let us start from somewhere. Mm. Uh, the Minister of Niger Delta Affairs, Gosula Pabi, has urged the National Assembly to quickly pass the PIB irrespective of whatever percentage of revenues allocated to the oil producing communities. Um, according to him, um, he says it's not the percentage that matters. The minister said on Monday to reporters in Abuja, <laughs> uh, the bill has been there for over 20 years. I'm speaking for the Niger Delta people. Let them not use the issue of percentage to delay the passage. No matter the percentage approved, we will accept it, whether 3, 4, or even 5%. If they use it well, we can go back to demand for an increase. He says, let me appeal to my former colleagues in the National Assembly to pass the PIB into law so that people of the region will begin to have a new lease of life. Let them not allow the arguments on the percentage to delay the passage of the bill. Whatever you agree on, we'll accept. At least let us start from somewhere. Uh, he says, Alright, is there on the Premium Times, just pass bill irrespective of what's in it for oil producing communities of Pabio. And, you know, as you said, we'll begin to find out a number of things because... Um, on that day, was it on the day or before? There was a uh, there was a closed door uh, there was a closed door um, sitting 
uh, with the NMPC GMD, mm. uh, with um, the Minister of State for Petroleum Resources, Mr. Timpre Silva, who is also from the Niger Delta. Yeah. And uh, you'd expect that some of the things that they said to the lawmakers or to the Senate precisely uh, probably uh, informed some of the decisions that they took as far as this bill is concerned. But the, when you... When you look at a bill that has just days after the passage has generated a lot of uh, uproar, a lot of um, uh, a lot of people stand up, speaking against it, uh, so to speak, uh, you'd expect that uh, it should naturally, uh, we should naturally uh, take things a bit slower, take a look at it again, because what sense does it make if we go ahead? Because Mr. Kabio, yes, he has a right to his opinion. That's a very interesting opinion. Saying just pass it, we'll start from somewhere. But this took 20 years, or this took, as he mentioned, this took well over a decade. How long when you say you start from somewhere else? You know, we were almost at this stage at some point, some years back, when everybody, I think maybe 2016 or thereabout, the bill was almost passed, mm. and it was returned. And perhaps that, that might just be the fear that um, this son of Niger Delta is also, you know, entertaining. That look... Um, if you want to throw it back because of this, maybe you are going to have more delays. But like I, I've had the questions, who who agreed to three percent? They still need to find out. Now, Chief Akwabio is trying to be pragmatic here, and also maybe being realistic because I like that line where he said, "Look, if they use the three percent well, then you can always go back." Yes, don't you review laws? Laws, laws can be reviewed. I think that's his own, his own, you know, side. That's that's where he's standing. That look. Can can we have the review already? If there are already calls for, since it has not been signed, yes, yes. But you know, when you the the kind of national assembly we have, you know, except something profits some of them directly, mm. they don't speed up anything. We might find a situation whereby over this three percent, five percent, or ten percent. This 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 bill will not come out of the National Assembly maybe until another president comes. Well, they say it's going to the president next. And week. the president already said, even in some of his speeches he made recently, that look, as soon as the bill comes, mm. he's going to sign it. You know, he has not been joking about the Niger Delta issue since he came. The the Ogboni cleanup and some other things will tell you that President Mohamed Bara has not delayed any action when it comes to Niger Delta because. Perhaps he knows what it means. Now, the Niger data is quiet because a lot of things, you know, are going on, even though piecemeal. But at least we've had some peace. Add Niger data trouble, you know, to what we're having in the country already, then you know that, you know what the economy, but, you know, will but, be like. But remember there was a threat yes. uh, from the Niger data events last week yes. saying they could go back to doing whatever they were doing. Why? Uh, when we had this to it, this um, if there is mm. if this bill is signed, which obviously a number of mm. their leaders, uh, the Pandev, well, uh, the SMB, they've come out to say we won't accept this. When we join <laughs> this to the issue, are we not risking that, that's, a that's, lot of that's, that's why I want to respectfully disagree with Chief Clark over that kind of threat. He's, he's a leader, he's another statesman. I don't think such threat should be the first reaction. Or how if you don't do this, then we might send all the IOCs away and all that. Mm-hmm. No. That will mean, you know, the, the, the youths 
that have not been restive. That's, that will mean waking, and, waking them up because you are not going to do that by slapping them. Then they are going to carry weapons and all that, and the whole place, you know, will be boiling again. I, I don't think that's the right approach. He, he, he is a is a respected, you know, leader from the Niger Delta. He needs he, he has access to all the governors there, uh, if not all, at the most of them, the lawmakers, you know. So you still have someone like Dr. Gulov Jonathan there, a former president. You know, you you can you can do a lot rather than coming with. A threat first time that you are reacting to this kind of thing because we, Nigeria cannot afford that now. If we still want, you know, things to at least to be people are suffering more than enough already. So I think the whatever the grievances are, we already know it's about this three percent thing. Before it is signed, what can the leaders of Nigeria that and other leaders in Nigeria do? And if anybody wants to go by what uh, um, another son of Niger, another leader, a, mm. a former governor said, who is now a minister, can we also take that, that okay, let's let even see how we use this three percent. A lot of people will not agree with that. that look, since it has not been signed, why not? But it's a suggestion that is also is also given. It does is it won't be the one that will, that will pass the bill or that will sign it. Mm. So I think overall, every stakeholder involved in this. You know, they, they, they should know. We have e- enough experienced people in governance who are in the Niger Delta who know how to go about this. And the earlier they do something about it, the better for the region and, of course, the nation. All right, enough said. We could go on and on, but we'll take a very quick pause and uh, check out some more stories. Please don't go anywhere. Oh, this phone. Eh? And I just bought the I money for my friend. Babe, what's up now? You look worried. What's the problem? Seriously. Oh, tell me. You know what? I bought this phone a few days ago and the screen just got broken. But did you ever insure your phone with car care service? Which one is car care service again? No shake it. Enjoy two years warranty on your mobile phone with car care service center. Name it. Infinix, Itel, Techno and so on. Very simple. All you need to do is to insure your phone within seven days of purchase. In case your phone screen is broken, car care will fix it for you with new original screen. That's not if your phone is damaged, don't worry. Car Care Service gets you covered with an extended warranty card. It's a mouth-watering offer. For more inquiries, visit Car Care Service Authorized Center today at Dr. Boss Building, Lalubu Road, Okilewo Abelkuta, or call 0901-948-2698 or 0815-647-4742. Yes, we are Car Care. Yes, we care. Thank you for staying with us. Freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. We're live on Facebook for you to um, share the videos and drop your contributions. Uh, feel free to uh, talk to us via that avenue. Uh, we'll talk to you via the phone lines uh, in a moment. But uh, just before we do that, there are some others to look out for this uh, morning on a number of uh, the dailies. DSS invasion. Federal government should apologize to Sunday. Bo says Wale Shoinka 
Uh, that's on the Tribune uh, this morning. It's actually on a lot of the other dailies. Nobel laureate Professor Olishinka has reacted to the invasion of Sunday Igbo's house by the DSS, saying that the federal government should apologize to Igbo. Shoyinka said this in a recent interview with the BBC. He was asked in the interview aired on Monday to react to the invasion of Sunday Igbo's house in the battle last Thursday. He described the actions of uh, Sunday Igbo, uh, for which he has been declared wanted by the DSS, as non-criminal. Uh, he said, there's a sentence in papers which said the government has moved against secessionists and other criminals. Now, that's a very loaded and wrongful expression. Would would be secessionists, secessionists and other criminals. How can you place the will or wish for separation as a criminal act? That kind of language does not exist in the Constitution. doesn't exist in law. It should not exist in the catalogue of moralities because it is an immoral act opposition to say that you want to stop belonging to an entity or if you want to join another it is not rather an immoral act opposition to say that you want to stop belonging to an entity or if you want to join another entity people take a very simplistic approach to so-called secession sometimes it means i want to leave this group and join another group and we have had examples before and after independence uh, the ghana guinea union for instance and even till our independence the separation of the by fiat of bakasi awarded to another nation it was not just goats and cattle that existed there there were human beings they were not asked where they wanted to belong but with a stroke of pen for certain political reasons consolidated by succeeding governments the bakasi people were ceded to cameroon and uh, before that, we had the plebiscite in the Cameroon region in which a section decided to go with Cameroon and that section to stay with Nigeria. So why on earth, in the name of justice, should anyone classify those who wish to secede or rejoin another nation as criminals? That's wrong. And that is playing the devil's game. It is playing the government claim. Uh, well, it says, why do I have this position? Look at the raid, this very bizarre raid, midnight raid on a law-abiding citizen with the government now says, which the government now says netted a number of illegal weapons, AK-47 ammunition. We are now in a situation where, of course, Igbo is saying that these weapons were not there. They were planted. Now, that's one aspect. We can deal with that later on. But more important for me is the position of government saying the existence of these weapons on Igbo's place proved it was planning war against the state. Now that very loaded statement was simply to deliberately conflate issues. It was to obscure the fact that Igbo and other people, myself included, have been decrying the depredations on the lives of law-abiding citizens, farmers especially, uh, throughout the whole nation. Well... Uh, he says, uh, now Igbo, even if he had these weapons, is claiming that his mission is to liberate his people from the tyranny of squatters who now have become violent overlords. And he has a good cause in that sense. Well, it goes on. It's there. Uh, at the end of the day, he says, the federal government should apologize to Igbo and should not term him a criminal. Uh, that's uh, there on the Tribune. It's also there on the Punch. Shrink Castellan's federal government's overhandling of Igbo Kanu. Is there on the punch? Is on a number of the dailies, the Guardian as well, uh, with the report. Uh, they're there. The pen pushing newspaper is also there uh, this uh, morning. Well, we, we've said a lot about this um, issue, uh, the invasion, the reactions that have trailed it. Uh, but for the Nobel already, he's uh, looking at it from the angle of um, the cause Mr. Iwo is fighting, uh, which, just uh, as some others have said, they've said government could have handled the situation a long time ago and wouldn't have. Uh, some Sunday ago and the you, likes. You know, I I I, li- I listened to Provalolation in car in that interview, and um, he, he talked about the president saying he would deal with uh, criminals, mm-hmm. certain people in the language they understood, and um, he said that was the kind of statement he was looking for for over five years, and which did not come from the president. 
that if he had said that and it had cut across, perhaps you won't have a Sunday bow or an Inam Dekano today. But with the situation we have, the professor is even saying that uh, the federal government should apologize to Sunday Bo. I think it's beyond apology uh, for me because um, uh, it will apology also mean that uh, the lives of those that were killed in that house, you know, illegally, because that's extrajudicial. Who, who will pay for that? Mm. Um, you, you've killed some people now in that house. And why why nocturnal arrest all the time? The customs, they also do, do it when they need to raid markets and all that. Why in the dead of the night? Do we have a law that, that allow these people, the DSS, all of them, when the judges were, were also to be... It was also in the night. You know, we have in the law, in our law books that you should you should have a search warrant or arrest warrant arrest, arrest warrant so why this impunity and and that's why whatever the federal government wants to explain to nigerians or to the international community is it according to the law that you have taken these actions or you are helping yourself because if you resort to self-help and every other person resort to self-help of course you know everywhere will be in chaos Nigeria shouldn't be seen as a jungle. So the, the federal government, whether they are apologizing or not, they still need to come clean on these issues. And that means that those people that have been arrested, you don't just keep them there perpetually. If you think they've done anything wrong, whether you arrested them illegally or not, take them to court and let them have their day in court. Then they can argue. Unfortunately, uh, those that have been killed, Cannot cannot appear in court to argue, but I think Nigerians they've had enough of this on the uh, the, the 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 agitation. I think we've said so much about that mm. already. Mm. Um, I don't have plan to float any political party. Those behind the fake news are insane. Says Abasanjo is uh, on the Pempishing newspapers. Uh, the uh, the punch also uh, with the report. Uh, the former president saying the members of his party are Nigerians battling with hunger, unemployment. And uh, you know all of these other issues uh, that are there uh, to deal with in the country is there uh, on the Pampushi newspapers, the Punch, and a number of the dailies uh, also have it uh, for you to look out for. Uh, just to mention, um, there is uh, it says fire got synagogue churches night candle of honor for Tim with Joshua. A mysterious midnight fire outbreak has occurred at the synagogue church of all nation as the night of candle procession in honor of the late founder Professor Tim with Joshua was ongoing. Our publishing reports that at the time of filing the report, uh, the cause of the fire, which occurred at about 12.19 a.m., uh, was yet to be ascertained while firefighters were reported to have arrived at the scene. The fire was reported to have gutted a building in the church's premises, a development which saw many worshippers and guests running for safety. Well, well, it's there on the Pempishing newspapers uh, to look out for. The Guardian, as uh, the report about the call for the resignation of Governor Nasir Erufai Khan. Uriwa, mm-hmm. Khan, Uriwa, call for Erufai's resignation over kidnap of 26 students. Uh, that's there on The Guardian uh, this uh, morning uh, for you to look out for. Uh, the Premium Times, uh, there is this one, National Assembly to pass electoral amendment bill in two weeks. That's according to the uh, President of the Senate, Ahmed Lawan. Is there 
uh, on the premium times uh, to look out for. There's been a lot of calls for the passage of this amendment bill. But just before we get to talk to you, there's this story on the punch. 75 aggrieved councillors tackle Abiodun over failed re-election bid. Uh, is there on the punch uh, this uh, morning. 75 aggrieved councillors of the All Progressives Congress in August State on Monday accused uh, the state governor, Dr. Abiodun, of betrayal of trust. They also accused the governor of breaking his promise of granting them automatic tickets to return as councillors in the forthcoming local government council election. Spokesman for the councillors, Adio Abiola, claimed that they were deceived <laughs> into making sacrifices to ensure uh, the governor emerged victorious in 2019 election. Abiola, who spoke in company of others, appealed to the governor to fulfill his promise. He recalled how the 75 councillors rejected entreaties to dump the APC by the immediate past governor of the state, Senator Abiklabos, who wanted them to join the Allied People's Movement. He says it's therefore on record that Prince Akwabiodun did promise us all the 75 DA councillors before and that we shall be given automatic tickets to come back as councillors, being the compensation for our political sacrifice and withholding of our emoluments and political benefits as councillors under Governor Amosu. I promise us, among other things, that we shall come back as councillors in new dispensation and be given 25,000 naira monthly stipend each until the 75-day councillors were given automatic tickets to recontest in all our political wards spread across 236 political wards and 20 local governments of areas of Ogun State. Well, <laughs> it's there. It goes on. It's, it's interesting. 75 aggrieved councillors tackle Abiodun over failed re-election bid. Like, well, it's all politics. But then it's interesting. Like, you can come out to say that we were promised automatic tickets. Whether your people like you or not, whether your people want you there or not. Who are, who are their people? Who are the I, people I, I you are saying your people? <laughs> because because if you're saying you are going the to only, get automatic The only ticket. people they know is the governor. That's the only people. Let me let me use people for one person. And that's the person they are crying to. They do it everywhere. I remember those in Oyo State too. Uh, I think they already bought forms. And uh, I think uh, some others came from above that... If you are bought for, don't worry, we will refund you. But uh, you are not the one. You are not the anointed ones. Mm. And they also, some of them also, you know, were, were crying at the back and all that. See, this is the way, you know, these parties that have been running their things. So I'm not surprised. Uh, perhaps those guys, you know, they rely so much on the promise somebody gave them. Or maybe he never promised them. And they felt... They, they will be the anointed. Unfortunately, many of them will have spent money, you know, to, to get to that office because they know what they would, When the stakes are too high, these are the kind of things you see. The, a governor, you know, I, I've seen that, look, I, I, can, I can control a lot of things and go to all the states. You see them controlling all the local government chairmen and councillors. And also, the councillors, the chairmen, and some other people in elective officers seeking to get in to certain elective offices they also know what they will get so some of them would rather die than not than somebody to tell them no it's not your turn you have to kill up and that's that's the scenario we are seeing here it's it's really unfortunate and until we we change this kind of system we operate where you practice barbasa kind of politics mm. then we are not going anywhere 
Well, it's on the punch. Uh, Yoruba Nation rally. Policeman raises alarm over spiritual attack after rooting out protesters. That's on the Pempishi newspapers. Uh, according to the report, they say uh, there was a policeman saying that some of them have been seeing their hands swell up. <laughs> this is just interesting. Yeah. Uh, anyway, 0815-432-1079. 0815-432-1079. There's also 0818111-1079. 0818 one 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 ten seventy nine. Those are the numbers for you to call to talk to us via our live on Facebook. Uh, for you to drop your contributions as well. Uh, we'll uh, definitely mention some of your Facebook contributions. Hello, good morning. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello, good morning. Good morning. My name is Prince from Okeleo. All right, talk to us. Uh, I just want to talk about the government, uh, government transformation. Mm. In the Number one, they are talking about being informed before carry any operation and they are very impossible because you know all over the world <coughs> always have somebody, something like CIA FBI they carry exchange operation and what have you so that would be like that they just they, went, they just went to uh Hey, but with, with the governor's with the governor's permission, does this stop it from being a sting operation? The governor can be in confidence too. Ah, by <laughs> <me>. <laughs> <laughs> mm, mm. Well, that's a, that's an interesting point. Oh, so um, secondly. So over the issue of um, zoning the presidency to the south, are we not practicing democracy again? Game of number. Mm-hmm. Is that practicing democracy? Hmm. We best people to the field and best buy it. All right. So I don't know if it's only on zoning. All right. Thank you very much. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Good morning, Wale. Good morning, Samson. Good morning. Am I on here? Yes, you are. Quickly, please. God bless you, Wale. Uh, you see, I want to give kudos to the governor. What's your name, sir? You know, they are, my name is Honorable Larry Jaji. Sorry for that. Larry Jaji is calling from the People's Parliament in Abelkuta. I want to give kudos to those governors, but I really wanting to take the bull by the horns. If they can be doing, you know, this stuff, you know, taking the bulls by the horns, really telling, you know, probably the federal government what they so much wanted, you know, if something is coming in indirectly, Wale, if you don't understand. But that they are empowering the state. The structuring is coming in. By the time they are asking for more, you know, percentage in the uh, petroleum or whatever, resource control of the thing, I mean, we are trying to have it. By the they are even asking for state police. Hello? Well, anyway, um, we got the bulk of your point, all right? Hello, good morning. Hello? Hello, good morning. Good morning, Mr. Okay, good, good morning. morning. Good morning. Yes, sir. Um, I really want to align myself with uh, Professor Shoinkar today on the um, robbery and assassination of Uncle Sunday, those people in about the last week. And I totally agree that um, the government should apologize and set up investigative panel to really question what happened and how things happened then. And I want the government to know that the world is watching us. The world, international community, we will really treat us the way we position ourselves, the way we parade ourselves, because the incident was disgraceful. It is not something that will make you proud of calling yourself a Nigeria. Have a good morning. All right, thank you. Hello, good morning. 
Hello, good morning. Okay. Well, uh, just before we um, get back there, okay, let's see. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Zali. Good morning. I'm tired of my doctor. I'm tired of my doctor. My name is on this thing. I'm first of all, on government. I think they have started to accept their responsibilities now. And I give it to them. So, um, um, apparently, coming from uh, our own set for the reality apologize to send it to I think it's a good one. Uh, what did a black girl ever do to this? To say that he just went, you know, probably must kill it. You see, the federal government should answer to the legacy carried out now. It should answer to the midnight police also. It should answer to why such established crime committed against the military and not only the woman. You should answer and explain to us why all is excessive crime. Is it because of envy? Or how do you Okay. Okay. All right. Um, Mr. Kadi, th- th- thank you very much. I don't know. We did um, struggle to hear you are the very latter part of your contribution, but we did Hello. get the bulk of it. Good morning. Good morning, Wale. Good morning. Uh, I, I am Engineer Folabi. I'm calling from Songo. Okay. Yes. Um, I think the. Uh, petroleum bill uh, is a fraud on the southern part of the uh, nation. How can 100% you remove that tea to the north? You you give three to the no, place no, no. that the money comes from. Three no. <laughs> percent. No, that's not the same. That's not the simple No, 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 no. Export, excuse me now. 3% for the oil community. Am I wrong? Yes. 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 The 3% yes. to the um, oil communities, yes, you're correct. But the 30% on uh, profit generated listen, by... Listen, listen, maybe my tongue is not uh, strange. 30% <laughs> for the oil searching in the north. Everywhere, everywhere, actually. not in the uh, north. Everywhere, everywhere. For example, they are looking for oil here in Ogun State, too. I hope you remember. Okay, okay. Hello, everywhere. Yes. Then, remaining 30% elevation. 30% elevation. Then, remaining 54% for allocation and services. Does that actually translate? To a good development in the nation. Meanwhile, the thirty percent. Ten percent is enough for 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 the session of oil. Ten percent is okay. Okay, and, and, and all right. Thirty percent is a huge amount. Okay. When calculate thirty percent of billions of dollars. You know how much it is. Okay, now, um, <laughs> uh, 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 I'm, I'm no oil expert, but you know, uh, because I, I just wouldn't want us to uh, brandish what, if, uh, what, what we're not, what we do not know, mm-hmm. information that I do not know. That's it. L- don't let's lump it all together. The thirty percent is uh, of the profit generated by the proposed Nigerian National Petroleum Company Limited. That's it. Uh, the other three percent is from profit by IOCs, that's international oil companies. So let, let's not lump it together. There are so many parts of the uh, petroleum industry bill that you know you probably need to I, check I out think, and understand i think for this yourself. bill is so technical that mm-hmm. if so, if you've not read because it, by the time you start saying when you remove 30 remains 70 uh, when you remove three it's not all from <laughs> the same funds they're talking of different things we, here we really need to get down to read <laughs> you know some of this in and good ask morning, questions Wally. good morning yeah. <laughs> 
Good morning, the other man in the house. Good I am working from United Towns of Ayeto. All right, talk to us. You, you see, uh, I am in line with uh, Professor Wally Shoyaka this morning. You see, the raid on Igbo's house is a raid on the entire urban nation. But that was not what you Which must be condemned you know, on its entirety. Mm. If you are suspecting what possible for it, you know, for one thing or the other, you go there with a, a warrant of arrest. And I'm going there during the night when nobody will see you bombarding that area. It is uncomfortable, it is uncivilized. It is a good way of doing things. That aside, the petroleum industry deal is a coup against the South. And the be opposed. The percentage allocated is just two mega. Then on the stand of our view, so it's a, it's a, it's a self decision. But in that one too is a political. The second side is uh, with his party to defraud right. the, 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 the South. <laughs> this must also be allowed to to, to, uh, to come into existence. So right. the track is correct. All right, because of our time, I have to let you go. And you know, when, when we say this, um, well, I've heard two people say the, against the South. I've, I've, if you say the Niger Delta or the, or the South South, yes, we don't understand. But what's the prof didn't even put that in his uh, in his statement? Mm. Um, Larry says, Good morning, Wally, and um, Mr. Samson. Can the federal government allow state government to control their security because the situation of our country is bad presently now? Um, your mind about this says, Oh, thank you very much, Bashir said these governors are jokers uh they're claiming ignorance of pib are you going to inform a governor you are a henchman or i don't know whether it means headsman but afalabi alaba says petroleum bill is absolutely fraud on the entire southern section of the country if generate 100 percent, 30 percent is given to searching virgin land it's not it's not it's not that simplistic it's not by the time you remove 30 remove what, what's now left for the iocs <laughs> because it's not that simple a uh, sanitarian akinola says kudos to you i want to give it to our governors on sounding a note of warning to our security agencies not to just come to any state to arrest anyone without notifying them this is a good step in the right direction kudos to the southern governors all right idowu olawali says uh, do you know of a village named Oluga or other local government where there is no human being except goats and there is polling booth there. Ah, I'd have to find out. Uh, someone says, kindly create a WhatsApp platform. <laughs> There'd be so much. Uh, Larry Lacom says, there should have been public hearing on PIB before its passage as this would have afforded the stakeholders to take to have their take. There was a public hearing. Where is the likes of Chiyadrin Clark, Dr. Jonathan, when the starter was the president? He did not <laughs> threaten <laughs> fire and brimstone. 